You're listening to the Bragman Breakdown Podcast. Here's your host, Jackson Bragman. Bragman Breakdown, episode 103. Welcome in. Your host, Jackson Bragman. Gabe the Goose Ephros alongside. Goose is here for a joint post-NBA Finals, post-NBA Draft, post-NBA Free Agency, off-season, pre-NBA Summer League, off-season, way too early, off-season NBA Power Rankings. Gabriel, thank you for joining me. What's going on? No problem. I, nothing, nothing much. I think this is a great time to do this podcast right before Summer League, which leads me to think about Jackson. Do you remember LeBron brought his own snacks to Summer League? <laughs> Omar has got to go. Omar has got to go. I was so displeased. So for for those who don't know, I'm gonna yeah, you 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 go ahead. ESPN posted today. This is by the way, a, a dual ESPN and Sports Center posted this. This was a collaborative post. It's a picture of LeBron eating from a plastic bag at Summer League with the caption, Never forget when LeBron brought his own snacks to Summer League with the crying emoji. I, and personally, I don't think it's that funny. And someone agree with me. And you know who that is? That's that's Bronald James uh, Jr. commented on this post. Bronny did? Yeah, he commented, he commented, question mark, question mark, laughing, crying emoji. And I agree with him. What, what, what was the need, Omar? Yeah, Sports Center Omar, who runs the ESPN and Sports Center Instagram and social media pages, who posts nonsense. Can you like scroll through? Let's look for some nonsensical Omar posts. And. and yeah, there's a video. There's, there's a video of LeBron eating his trail mix, like trail mix it's or very, almonds or something. It's very cinematic. high protein snack. High protein snack. It's a very like cinematic video too. Like when they when players like score touchdowns in the NFL and then they bring the cameras out um, in the end zone and it's like really high def. This is like the quality it's recorded. It's like pretty crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, this is they caught LeBron Brown in 4K with this one, just sitting courtside at summer league. Um, so of course I sent this to Gabe and I said, um, I, I sent my own message underneath the, the post that I shared in our pod group chat with Gabe Green. Where is Gabe Green, by the way? Where is he? Atlanta. He's in the A. But I said, all caps, never forget, crying emoji, laugh, laughing emoji, laughing emoji, laughing emoji, eyes tearing up emoji, eyes tearing up, eyes, eyes tearing up emoji, crying emoji, crying emoji, crying emoji, hashtag kid for Macron, speaking emoji. Like Hashtag, talk, talk to him, Ramon. Talk to him. Hashtag strive for greatness. Hashtag strive for greatness. Okay, well, hold on. So then, so then I, I sent that message, and I was still feeling frisky. So I sent another message. I said, "Looking is so goofy, goofy emoji, like the one with like his eyes and like like rolling up and down his face, yeah. and then like the tongue sticking out." Okay. Ah. King is eating his little nuts. Ah. He's a world-renowned athlete with a strict high-protein, low-fat diet, and doesn't want to eat fried chicken fingers from the concession stand. Tongue sticking out emoji. Ah. Hashtag Kid from Akron. Hashtag Strive for Greatness. Hashtag Taco Tuesday. My, my face when I am not Anthony Edwards. I don't get it. Get it? Because remember how Anthony Edwards always talked about eating McDonald's? Well, yeah. Um, yeah, and then Carl Anthony Towns, like, gets on his high horse and it's like, don't do that. And it's like, I agree with Carl Anthony Towns, but, like, you're kind of dog, bro. Like, you're kind of doggy dog. So I don't know if you can be saying all that. Like, you know, if LeBron is like yeah austin like ad why are you eating fried food and it's like yeah that's brown brown talking but then it's like cat is like worse than anthony edwards and he's like yeah don't do that makes it kind of difficult 
um, for me to get behind this. Anthony Towns, I don't know. I don't know if he's like a, a nice guy or not. He's just he's like just very. We hear we know the the meme about the voice, like the voice is always changing, with every interview. But it's like, he's just a goofy guy. Like he's just he's just goofy. I don't know what to say. He's goofy out, but he yeah. did he did he did change. Moral the of the game. story. Go ahead. Go ahead. Moral story is Carl Anthony Towns changed his game, and LeBron likes peanuts. I think, if I'm reading this correctly, okay, he's the best shooting big man of all time, according to him. No one else, but just him. Um, that Carl Anthony Towns that is. Uh, Brown, Brown, yeah, like, you know, all these guys, it's like, oh, yeah, like anything LeBron does, and it's not just Omar. I don't want to just single out Omar, but anything LeBron does is the biggest, like, <laughs> Omar. The, yeah. Omar made that Omar, Omar, Russia. Omar, Russia. Omar, it's not just you. It's the whole media obsesses over every, like, cryptic tweet, over every nonsensical thing LeBron does, and he's playing you like a fiddle. This is what he wants you to do. Le- LeBron is like playing. He's like uh, Geppetto with uh, all the teams in the NBA. He's like controlling them. <laughs> Precisely. So, moral of the story is Omar needs to step up his game. I know it's the off season. I know f- football off season, basketball off season. I know you know it's the you know dog days in the MLB season. We're halfway through the regular season. Hey, you know you know what's coming. What's coming? Uh, only strictly Shohei Otani posts. Perhaps. Perhaps. When's the All-Star game, by the way? Um, next Saturday? Okay. Maybe this Saturday. Might Will be you be Saturday. watching? Um, maybe. I don't know. It's Solid kinda... maybe. Solid maybe. Is I'll Shohei going to pitch him bad? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That'll be pretty is good. It, he's not in the home run derby, is he? Uh, not yet. He okay. might be. He might not be. Okay. No, who's in there? Mookie's in there. Uh, Abby Rutschman's in there. Randy Rosarena's in there. Um... So. <sighs> You lost me. This is a basketball podcast. Let's get okay. So, so top thirty teams. We ready? Start with thirty. Yes. Okay. The Washington Wizards. Oh, I'm bang! Looking. Am I looking at the wrong thing? Yes, I am. My bad. Go ahead. Or wait, do we do we decide? Oh, hold on. Wait. No, was this mine or is this the? Combined? I think I think we got the the Hornets at thirty. Oh, you're right. No, I'm looking at my personal power rankings. I had Washington Silly. last. My bad. I had Washington last. Our combined rankings were the Hornets thirty. Um, I guess okay. Let's do Wizards and Hornets because like okay, this, we're gonna do like the the episode of The Office where Michael Scott um, leaves. It's Michael Scott's last episode, and it's like he has these he has these one on one meetings with everyone in his office. So like Pam comes in, he yeah. does the the meeting with Pam. He does the meeting with Jim, and he did they're both crying, and he does the meeting with with Dwight. And then eventually you get to like the side characters, and it's like he can't he doesn't have enough time in the day to do the one on one meetings with all of them. So then he brings in like three like a very random group of like three employees in, and he like meets with all of them at once because he can't meet with everyone individually. So we're gonna do that. Like so let's let's double up here we, because we we're we're not gonna you know ever people care about they want to see where the Celtics are they want to see where the Lakers are okay where do we put the Lakers we're we're, we're, uh, we're caving we're caving to the uh, to the mass media we're ca- we're caving to the establishment we're caving to this the is big, what this is what Adam Silver wants we're caving to, to the big J's at ESPN yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna let's 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 double it up Hornets and Wizards uh why do you think because I, I had the Hornets second to last but why why do you think that the um the Wizards are better than the Hornets why are the Hornets dead last in the league um, and you're very you're very adamant about this that the Hornets should, that the Hornets are the worst team in the league. I just are. I mean, I, I think it's hard to recover from drafting Brandon Miller over Scooter uh, Henderson. Scooter Ron Henderson. Mm, don't believe so. I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. I know. I know. Um, but I would say, 
I still think Jordan Poole has a lot left in the tank. I think Kyle Kuzman's a very good player. That has to be our shtick, by the way. Like, hold on. Like, we what's um what's Bam and Abaya? I'm sorry to interrupt you because this is important though. What is Bam and Abaya? Oh, Idris. That's his full name. Idris something and Abaya. Well, that that has to be our new shtick because we could just call guys by their by their full names like Scoot, Henderson. I was at the Ma- Rack and Morgan show, Classic. This weekend, this past weekend, I was very lucky to uh, attend. And we were following Ricky Fowler, who ended up winning the tournament. I went on Saturday. And his middle name was, um, I didn't know this until I looked it up, because everyone's saying Ricky. Like, you know, I, I, I called him Richard a few times. Like, I'm just, you know, you know me. Like, you I, be good. You I have a good. blast at these golf You want to make a good, like, a good joke there? What? Calling him Dick. Uh, of course people do that. Yeah, Big Dick Rick or Dicky Dick. Yeah, so of course. So this is a big, like, you know. Everyone's has like, has their different names. You know me, like the guys, like this, you know, the random guy hits it off the tee, hit a straight bot, hit a straight, or hit a straight, whoever, like hit a straight, Ricky, or y'all you know, get in the hole, or yeah, you know, I, I just have a, I, I have fun, like you know, doing my doing my shtick and having people stare at me like I'm crazy. So, you know, I said like, yo, let's go, Richard, and I'm like, I'm curious, what's his full name? And I look it up. He's Japanese. He's half Japanese, half German. Rick Utaka, um, Fowler. Fowler. So I, I started calling him Rick Utaka. So let's go, Ricky Taco. And, uh, I'm sure I'm sure he loved that. I don't, I don't, he didn't react, so I don't know if he heard me or not. I was pretty close, so I, yeah, who knows? But um, but okay. So, wait, are you are you serious right now? Oh, 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 oh his name is okay. Yeah, name, I knew that. yeah. Scoot is is Sterling Freeman Henderson. <laughs> okay, Sterling. Sterling, you need to. You know who else calls himself Scoot? To put better. Who? Um, I think I know Kevin but, Porter. Oh, I did not know that. Not anymore. Not anymore. That's right. Um, yeah. Well, obviously, I think we both agree that Scoot was the pick at number two. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, still, like Miller's still good enough. He is. I think you like him more than me too. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I think Jordan Poole as well, a model just got his max extension. I do. I and think... Miles Bridges coming back, so it's like. Ugh. Oh, I, I honestly did forget about Miles Bridges. That could that definitely could sway me. But Lamelo has a gnarly injury history. Um, and then they just have had a lot of guys. They haven't shown that they're a developmentally sound organization. I think when you have a lot of young guys, that could be a bit of a problem. Um, regardless, yeah. the Wizards have Kyle Kuzma, uh, Michigan legend, and Jordan Poole, also Michigan legend. Um, and I think they're a bit more proven than anyone else in the Hornets roster outside of Lamelo and I guess Terry Rozier, if you want to be. She want to be coy, but uh, where's Jordan Poole from? Like initially, uh, Milwaukee. Really? Yes, I know that. I wonder if he played with. Um, he played with, with Jaron Halliburton and um, and uh, Hero on the, on the AU circuit. He played. He played with. Oh, he might AU. I don't know, but I know at high school he played with Jaron Jackson at La Lumiere in Indiana. Really? Yeah, I didn't know. Um. Oh, La Lumiere. That's not where Mark Titus and Greg Oden went. I don't think. Uh, I can't answer that question. To be honest. We're getting. I, I like this though. When we get off the rails, I, I enjoy this quite a bit. Um, Lawrence North High School. Never mind. And my They played AU together. I know. I know Odin and Mortadis went to high school together. I don't know if Conley went to the same high school. I digress. Um. Yeah. I, at this point, who cares? To which team these? That's that's honestly the truth. Who cares? It doesn't matter. I shake my head. Uh. Yeah. I think the Wizards are just you know. They also traded Monte Morris for two for one second. 
which I guess they, they just really want to tank. I, I, that must be the logic because it's like, well, I, I mean, this is a guy that has one of the best assist to turnover ratios in the NBA alongside Tyus Jones. And in that backcourt, that's going to be a very efficient backcourt passing ball, setting up Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma to get, to get their buckets and uh, to work out of the pick and roll with, um, with Daniel Gafford, who I actually think is at least slightly underrated. He's not, you know, he's not a top 10 or 15 center in the league, but he's, you know, he's, he's definitely a solid rim running big. So they really just want to tank, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what their, uh, what their their end goal was with that, but yeah, you know, I, I just think the Hornets with with Lamelo. I think he's the best player between those two teams. We'll see how Brandon Miller does his rookie year. Um, whatever. I, I have a little more to say, but it's not, it's not important. So we're gonna move on. Uh, wait, do we have the Pistons twenty? Do we have them that low twenty eight? That that looks right to me. Okay. The the more I'm thinking, the more I, I thought I thought about this as was making my rankings. There's so much talent on NBA rosters nowadays that like every it's team. So much, the league is so much more talented than it was you know, 20 years ago. There's just so much talent. And people are saying we need expansion. And I agree. There needs to be more teams. There's way too much talent in the league right now. The Pistons have, what, three top five picks and Jalen Dern on their roster. I, I think there's a decent chance that, what, in three years, they're all going to be extremely good players. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and they're, they're near the bottom here. So I, I think year one of Monty Williams. We'll see. Pistons fans have heard this before of overbringing in this former NBA coach of the year who won the award very recently when, when they brought in Dwayne Casey from Toronto. Didn't find too much too much success with him. I think Monty is going to be a great coach. I'm, I'm thrilled that they got him. I think he's going to do an outstanding job. That being said, these guys are still very young. Duran and Ivy are going to be in their second year. Sar Thompson's going to be in his first year. Cade is going to be in his third year. And outside of Boyan Bogdanovich, those are the best players on the team by far. There's no one else that can that can hang with those guys. So obviously it's a little bit worrying. Um, Killian Hayes has shown no signs of life. Some, some, <laughs> some, signs, some signs of life. Very few. And I just don't think like, I mean, because Cade was hurt all of last season, some people have speculated maybe he like could have come back in February, March, but they wanted to. They were just going to be like, okay, let's just kind of tank and, and do our best to get the top pick that we can, and we'll bring him back next year fully rested and fresh. I don't know. I, I mean, what do you think of Kate? Like, what, what I mean, is he because it really comes down to him. He's the X factor for this team. So I think you know in year two what you're getting out of Ivy and Dur, and they're going to improve a little bit. And they both had good rookie campaigns. We'll we'll watch them intently during summer league. I think you have an idea of what you're going to get from them, but Cade is your is your point guard. This is ideally going to be your franchise guy, and if he's not an All Star this year, if he's you know if he's not a top thirty or forty player in the league, then I don't see any way that this team makes the play in. So it's like, well, what are you expecting out of Cade this season? Personally, I'm expecting big things. I think he's a great player. He was good. He was good, especially in the second half of his rookie year. I think, I think he continues that. I just think I think it'll be dynamic. I think he almost um, just listening to Chris Paul the other day on the Ryan Russell podcast talk about Jalen Brunson, and I think there's some similarities there. Obviously, Cade is a little bit taller. He's a little bit. Um, he's not as as um, as bulky. He's a little bit more long and lanky than Jalen Brunson is, but they're similar in the sense that neither of them are tremendous athletes. 
Neither of them have incredible explosiveness at the point guard position, but they both have great court vision. They're both great, exceptional playmakers. And what they do best is they are able to put their head down and drive to the rim and bounce off of big men in the paint in different ways and put the ball in the basket. And they're they're just exceptional at finding different angles um, to get their shots up in the paint. They're they're really good finishers around the rim, and they they aren't the the fastest. They aren't even necessarily the strongest, but they just find a way to get the ball in the basket from inside um, because they they're so smart with the the angles and the the yeah they have such great footwork. They might not be the greatest natural athletes, but their footwork is so good that they're able to put the ball in the basket inside. Um, I guess a little bit of you know Jimmy Butler, although you know Jimmy Butler maybe it's not the same because he's kind of like a brute force type of guy. But it, it's, it's it's similar. I think I think it's kind of like that. So so we'll see. Like is Cade gonna be able to? And it comes down to like you know Duran um, screening and playing off of Cade on the offensive end in the half court. Like is he going to draw enough attention from defenses? And are the Pistons gonna have enough shooting on the floor? We'll see if Joe Harris helps. Um, we'll see if Asar Thompson helps. Are they going to have enough shooting on the floor where, where Duran being down low, being in distraction like that, and the shooting outside, is that going to be, is that going to open things up enough for Cade to get, uh, get his points inside the perimeter? That remains to be seen. But I think he's such a smart player, like really high IQ, just maybe is lacking some of that natural athleticism. And that's the only thing I could see holding him back. But really just... Smart knows his knows his driving angles and knows knows how to put the ball in the basket. So I I'm looking forward to seeing him play this season. That being said, there's so much talent in the league this year. Um, I think we have them too low. Now that I think about it, I think they're a little bit too low. But I don't I don't think they're going to make the play in this year. I just don't I don't see it. Um, I could I can see I can see it. I wouldn't be surprised. Like if we look at the the Eastern Conference teams we have ahead of them, so we have two below them. So we we have the Pistons as the 13th team in the East. Um, so ahead of them, the Pacers would be 12th, in our opinion. The Raptors would be 11th. The Bulls would be 10th. The Nets would be 9th. I could see the Pistons potentially being better than all those teams. Even the Hawks, I could see them being better than the Magic. You know, I, I could definitely I, see them. I could, I think I could see it. more question marks than these I think teams. there are a lot of, there are a lot of, a lot has to go right for the Pistons. And maybe it'll take one extra year of development. So maybe in year three for Ivy and Duran, Year four for Cade Cunningham and year two under Monty Williams, that's when they really excel and potentially put up a top six seed in the Eastern Conference campaign. I don't know if we're going to see that this season, but it remains to be seen. Um, Rockets, we can move through these a little bit quicker. Um, the Houston Rockets, a lot of shot chuckers game. Yeah, they have a lot that's, of shot That's your big thing. They don't, you don't know if they have the playmaking. But I'm in Thompson, who they drafted fourth overall in the draft this year. Average nine point two assists per game last year in the overtime elite league. Led here's, the league in here's the problem: is where where is he going to start? Even yeah, they have, of course. So they have Fred VanVleet. Are they paying Dylan Brooks twenty million to sit on the bench? Yeah, you think no? Amen Thompson's starting over Dylan Brooks. Well, then why did they pay Dylan Brooks? I mean, that's just kind of that's ridiculous. Yeah, he'll be their sixth man. What do you mean? Twenty million for a sixth man? Yeah, that's pretty reasonable for a good mm. sixth man. That's very reasonable. Well, good sixth man. Who, I mean, who do you think? You are? Who, who, do, who do you think? What? what I don't know. I'm not high in the contract. Malcolm Brogdon won six men of the year last year. He's making what, like twenty-two million dollars a year. I'm not high in the players they signed. I don't think their contracts are as bad as a lot of people are saying they are. But I'm still doesn't mean um, 
Fred, I think Fred Van Vliet's a, a better player just because I don't actually hate his contract that much. I just don't think... I think they're going to have a lot of chemistry issues play-wise, and I just don't think there's quite enough um, momentum as a team to really push even for the play in this year in a tough, tough Western Conference. Yeah, they just got so many guys that it's like... They just traded K.J. Martin to the Clippers for two second-round picks. And it's like, I like K.J. Martin... I think the Rockets like him too. It's just they have so many these guys. When you look at you know Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. and all these guys, it's like, is there going to be room for you know Josh Christopher, who I know you're not fond of, but if, is there going to be room for like, do you need a KJ Martin to go out that you have enough guys that do what KJ Martin? Josh does? Christopher also got traded. What? To the Grizzlies. I did not see. Those. Did you see the Josh Christopher and Jalen Green video? No. It would. Um, Wait, maybe. What What happened? They were. Like doing some embarrassing things on camera, and people were. I'm not going to go into more detail. If you want to know, oh yes, if, yes, yes. If yes. listeners at home, I, I heard about more, it. Yeah, if listeners at home want to find out more, just type in Jalen Green on Twitter, and then go to the videos tab, and you'll be able to find it pretty quickly. Um, but they're just doing some embarrassing things on camera, and then they immediately traded Josh Christopher, which I think is pretty funny. Um, but I think Josh Christopher is a guy. Quick side tangent: is a guy who's actually not good at basketball, who a lot of people think is pretty good from like AAU mixtapes or whatever. Um, but that brother cannot play, uh, I don't think. So I don't I, think it's that yeah, bad that they got you know, For our official, because these are official. Like, uh, these are official. I'm going to put the Pistons out of the Rockets. Okay. And maybe we'll keep moving up. So we're going to do Pistons 27. Rockets 20. Pacers 26. Um, I My thought process was beyond Halliburton. The rest of their guys are just too... They just don't have a proven guy right now to say that they'll really be better. They certainly could be better. But they, like, you don't know how good Gerard's Walker will be. You don't know how good the rest of the... I've soured on Gerard's Walker a lot since really? the start of the draft process. I don't think he's going to be very good. I th- but, that being said, let's pull up the starting line. Okay. I mean, they, they, keep they, going. Keep they going. have Miles Turner, who... I, I hesitate to say this, but I'll say it. Will probably be traded at some point this year. Um, and then beyond that, they just don't really have many proven guys. He's been on the trading block for the last half dozen years. I know, that's why I'm, I'm hesitating. But, um... I just don't think they have that many proven guys in their squad. I guess Bruce Brown, who is a role player at this point in his career, I just don't I don't see them really pushing for a playing spot. So Indiana, when I look at their roster compared to last year, last year they had the second worst defense in the NBA. But you add Jarris Walker, you already have Miles Turner, and you add Bruce Brown, so when you add those three guys, or when you add when you add those two guys, you have you have Miles Turner, who's already a good rim protector, has led the league in blocks before, and then you have Bruce Brown, who people will say got overpaid, but it's a, it's a two year deal with a team option in the second year. The Pacers have the cap cap space to spend on him. I I don't even think he's that overpaid if if overpaid at all. I think he's that he's that good. He can do that many different things, and. The thing with Bruce Brown is this is not a contract where you're going to look back on and be like, oh, I regret paying him this much because he's been so bad. It's like he's not a guy that can do one thing. He's not a specialist. He's not like you know Joe Harris where the Nets regret, regret paying Joe Harris or the Heat Davis regret Bertans. paying Davis Bertans, Duncan Robinson, who who has played a little bit better as of late. Watch your mind. But you know, the Heat for a while, Duncan Robinson was getting paid. He got a five-year, $100 million contract. $85 million. Maybe it was $100 million. I think it was $100 million. I'm pretty positive. And he was out of the rotation for a while. 
Granted, he that's, got that's he worked his way back in last. That's because Eric Spolstra is a hater and doesn't know basketball. Okay, Eric Spolstra doesn't know basketball. That's that's the clip <laughs> from the podcast. Um, so it's like sometimes, yeah, you, you make those moves and then a shooter goes cold. You regret the move. With Bruce Brown, it's like he plays defense. He shoots. He scores inside. He he can guard the one through five. Oh, the one through four. We actually split. It was five years, ninety million. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Regardless, Bruce Brown's just, like he knew everything. So I, I don't think like even if he gave him a four-year deal, Bruce Brown's not not a guy that you're going to look back on in, in year three or year four of that deal and be like, I can't believe we paid him that much. Maybe he he underperforms a little bit, but I don't know. I just I just feel pretty good about that move. And you know what I think? I you know I love Halliburton. I think he's a top fifteen guy in the league. So um, I I just think he's so special. So when you look at it like that, it's like yeah, I think they're better than the teams below them, but also not very good. That's why, they're 20, that's why they're 26. Trailblazers are 25. Speak to the people. Speak, Brother Gabe. Listen, man. I think there's, there's a more than decent chance that after the Trailblazers... Um, it's the first time you've been on the podcast since Damis requested a trade. I did. I'm looking at... Jackson's drinking coffee right now. I'm looking at the spoon, and I'm pretty sure that's like a um, an Argentinian spoon that they used to... Like drink this special tea called I think yerba made. It's like a straw spoon. It's a it's a straw, uh, and attached to the end of the straw is like a plate. So I, yeah. it like mixes the coffee. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. I just I I was just fixating on that for a little bit. Um, regardless, I think the Trailblazers. Oh, so here's the thing: we're, we're 25 minutes in. I think I was thinking about this. Maybe we should just do the top 15 and then do the next 15. As no, I know. We just I no. I I, I disagree. Okay. We just have to move much faster through okay. these. That being said, I I want to just fair warning the listeners. This one might go a little bit longer. Okay. This one might go a little longer. Well, here's what I was thinking. But after this, we're gonna go rapid. Here, here's my trailblazers take. A, I th- I think I would not have signed the Jeremy Grant contract. However, it's like it in the end. By the time it's done, I don't think it's going to matter that much because are the Blazers going to be competing for a title in the next two or three years? Probably not. And if they are, Jeremy Grant's probably still going to be a good player at that time and a pretty good complementary piece to Scoot and Simons. <clears throat> and then by the time he has one year deal, one year left on his deal, you can probably just trade him. And at that point, that's when the extension's going to hit for well, Scoot. Is this contract ascending, though? Like, does, does he make more money every year? I'm not sure. But um, by the time the Scoot extension will hit, it's going to be Jeremy Grant's last year. It'll be one year left, regardless of how much there is. It'll be much more tradable. And I just think it's not that big of a deal, especially because you need to spend money with the new CBA. It doesn't really matter that much who it's going to at this point, I think. Well, then why didn't you give them a three- or four-year deal? You they, they probably should. They probably should if they're going to do that. Like I said, I still would not have signed this contract. So, no, they don't have to. They signed the contract. So he'll, be, he'll be 34 when the contract is up. This, the 2027-2028 season, he will make over $36 million. So that might be a hard contract to move off of. I'm not going to lie to you, Gabriel. Uh, maybe. Maybe, but expiring contracts does have a lot value nowadays maybe the Blazers will have to go like what a second round pick with him to get him off but I, I just don't think it'll be a huge deal um regardless I think I, I'm a big shade and sharp guy and that's beyond them already having Anthony Simons and uh Scoot Henderson they'll also probably get hopefully I'm praying once the Dame Willard trade hits that they will get a young big man um and then at that point it looks like you have a pretty dang good core of young stars to to, uh, to play with in the future. 
I, I think next year the Blazers will be an all-league pass team. I think they're going to be a fantastic team to watch. I think it'll be very fun. Um, will they be good? No, but I think they'll be fun. Okay, so sure. where is them getting traded, and where do you want them to get traded? Last thing. I don't think I need to say anything. I, I, I agree. Well, I don't no. want them to get traded. You know, to, I don't, know better than me. I don't want them to get traded to Miami. Um, I think in terms of package, obviously, yeah, package like where package you Brooklyn would definitely right. be the best. If you get, you don't even need that many first rounders. If you just get Nicholas Claxton, I don't know if they'd be willing to deal him, but they would deal Claxton. I think Bridges might be the only guy they're not going to deal. That's that's fine. I just if they were to trade him to Brooklyn, I just want Nick Claxton to deal. The Blazers haven't had a really really good defensive big man in as long as I, I can remember. The, would they, I wonder if they would move off of Cam Johnson after the extension because they're clearly invested in him. I don't I think don't. so. I wouldn't even want. Him. Cam John, uh, Claxton would be the guy I'd want. You want Claxton? What do you mean you don't need that? Okay, so you're going to get Claxton and you don't need that many picks along with that? You're going to do Claxton and a first and a pick swap for day? I would not, I don't know. If, I feel like they're better. Well, I mean, obviously you're going to get as much as you can. I feel like, like I, I don't know what the going rate for a Dame, Nick Claxton, and however many pick swap this is. He's an all-NBA guy. This is you know, this yeah, is I, the, I, the like, best player in the history of your organization. I just don't know. If you, You're obviously going to want to get as much as you can get, but I just don't know what the, tra- the trade market is. After I know Bradley Beal had a no trade clause, so it's, it was much harder to deal him. But I just don't know what your Dame Lillard will get. It's just kind of tough. Okay. Regardless, I think Blazers will be fun next season. Okay. Fun watch. Um, Potentially two of the most athletic guys in the league. One, maybe the most athletic guy ever created. So, all right, quickly, Raptors. Mid. Mid. Lost fifthly. Um, they get anyone? They got Dick. Oh, that's right. Never mind. They're not. I'm back in. I'm back in. Fucking love Grady Dick, man. Like I'm so serious. Like this is real, by the way. Like we, I've talked about this on probably five or six other podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Oh, that's weird. Do it. Why don't you marry him? Oh, jeez. Oh, brother. Score one. It's one for me. Ten, ten, seven, kid. I think he's. I just. I mean, he's not gonna be like. He's not going to win Rookie of the Year. He's not going to be like this first or second team All NBA guy. But he's like, why can't he be Clay Thompson? Why? Why not? Well, Clay or Thompson, even better. Clay Thompson made All NBA multiple times, so I don't know about that. You're right. If <laughs> you change my mind, <laughs> the ceiling, the ceiling is a slightly better Clay Thompson. The ceiling is the roof. The ceiling is the roof. The ceiling is a Clay Thompson that has a little, has a little more, uh, a little more. Leaping ability, a little more horizontal athleticism. Horizontal. Oh, damn it! I was thinking, I was like thinking about it for three seconds. Vertical athleticism. I always get fucking messy. Wow, you're gonna break the mic. Sorry. Fuck. It's an all timer. Horizontal athleticism. <laughs> <laughs> Vertical athleticism. Well, he could have more horizontal athleticism. He could have better lateral. Yeah, he could have better his lateral quickness. And not great, but still, it's the, it's, I mean, still a good defender. Still good enough footwork. Just not, not he doesn't yell. You know, and his last same. name is Dick. Okay, you don't have to go there. Okay. Um, I think I just think he's really good. I would I would not have been opposed to the Pistons taking him at five at all or trading back to you know nine or ten to get him. Would not have been opposed. I don't even trade. You know, if Orlando wanted to give us six and eleven for five and twenty-five, which they wouldn't have done that. I don't know why I even said that. Never mind. Never mind. Um, yeah, they're just not going to be a very good team. I like Grady Dick though. I like Grady Dick. Um, we'll see. We'll see if Scotty Barnes. Year three of Scotty Barnes rookie year, great success. Second year, 
So we'll see. We'll see about year three. But keep your eye on the Raptors. Or don't. You probably, I mean, there are probably at least 25 better teams to keep your eye on. Sure. So you probably don't have to. But keep your eye on Grady Dick. Um, 23 the Bulls. Even Man. more boring than the Raptors. So this this might be the or this this is going to be the worst league pass team next year for sure. I mean Levine Levine's like going to have a couple cool dunks. He'll get maybe. traded also as well. He'll probably get traded. Demar. This might be the worst league pass team. I'm looking at it. Demar's old and Vucevic is bad, and they don't really have anyone. Vucevic else. is so is so ass. I don't know how this man was a two time All Star. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's not. I don't think this is a planned team. No, I don't. we'll see. I mean, maybe. Okay. maybe last year. We'll see. Um, but that was fun when Demar was like, you know, all star starter that one year, and Levine, and they were all they were both killing it like a couple seasons ago. And Lonzo's knee broke. Yeah, then Lonzo's yeah, Lonzo's gonna miss the whole season. Yeah. So that they put in the, Lonzo's knee got completely disintegrated. Yeah, which is a shame because Lonzo is a really good player, but it's a shame. Twenty two the Jazz. It was clutch, clutch, clutch made Lonzo's knee disappear. Uh, Twenty two the Jazz. <laughs> Um, uh, I don't know. I think the Jazz are also pretty boring. I recognize they have a lot of young. Uh, I recognize they have a lot of young talent, but not, but to this point, I'm not moved. They need a star for me to really pay attention. They've Canty George though. I think they're like a star. Pl- I think they're like maybe a Donovan Mitchell level player away from being a really fun, <laughs> exciting team. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, Laurie's Laurie's not gonna Laurie's not gonna be a number one on a uh, on a deep playoff team, but. They drafted three. They, they were the big winners of the draft this year. Um, with Taylor Hendricks at nine, who could have gone as early as five or six, and to get Keontae George, who I think is a top ten talent in this year's draft, and some of the shot making and the isolation stuff is unbelievable. And then Bryce Hensel at 28, who our guy Thomas Stapleton had at like six or seven on his big board. Mm. He falls to 28. He's bad because he went to Ohio State, actually. Yeah. Um, so... Another guy that doesn't play a lot of defense, but um, can really just score the heck out of the basketball. So we'll we'll see. I think I think one or two or maybe all three of those rookies can come along. Walker they struck gold with Walker Kessler last year. That was that was a great pick outside the lottery for them. Danny, I trust in Danny Ainge to uh, to deliver another start at the city of Utah. He's done a tremendous job so far. I think he's going to continue sources, on sources, the street. Sources are saying Damian Lillard may or may not be Utah Jazz. <laughs> That's real. I'm not even lying. Well, yeah, I think, but like, I think there's a path to them being good. I, I know, yeah. I know, like, 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 it's not like, oh, he gets traded to Utah and they have to go through this rebuild. If if they trade, what would the trade package look like? Man, probably multiple first rounders and a, a young guy, a young big man. Probably not Walker. Kessler, not Walker Kessler. They're not trading Walker Kessler. So I think Taylor Hendricks would be pretty dope. But what do I know? I don't know if they're giving him up either. Um. Let's take a look. Look, see at the depth chart. I think I think we could be too deep in. Can there. I interest you in Kelly Olynyk? No, absolutely not. Okay. I would riot. I would create a one man riot. Yeah, and they had a John Collins too this year. Who's not? That's not nothing. They don't really have a point guard. Collins Sexton's their starting point guard. That's not. That's not great. Jordan Clay. He's a good. Collins Sexton is fucking awesome when he's playing 20, 25 minutes a game. Like he's killer. But. You do not want him as your starting point guard. That's my thing. Um, yeah, and they, yeah, they lost Clarkson, so they kind of. Yeah. We'll see. I think this t- could be this this team. People talk about the best young cores in the league right now. This this is a contender for like could be in the hunt for a championship in the next five years, next mm-hmm. next three or four years even potentially if if things go their way. Nets twenty one. 
Mikel Bridges, I was hesitant to say it, but I've been thinking about it. I think he's the real deal. I think he's legit. Because I, I, we, we boxed him into the 3 and D thing. And I remember there was a quote from him, even like like two years ago, where he's like, oh, I, I don't call me a 3 and D player. Like, I don't. Or, or he said, like, the, the term 3 and D is stupid. Like, and I was thinking, like, well, the term 3 and D is not stupid. But if you want to say, because there's some guys that are 3 and D players. That's just the Respectfully. Respectfully. If, if Mikel Bridges wants to make the argument, I'm not just a 3 and D player, that's fine. But what we saw from him in Phoenix, they had so many scoring options. He was a 3 and D player. That was his role. But he went to Brooklyn, and we saw he actually has this deep bag. He's pulling all these nifty knickknacks and trinkets out of his bag like he's Santa Claus. It was unbelievable to, to watch in, 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 uh, in Brooklyn last season. And yes, yes, the Nets got much worse once they traded Kyrie and KD, but... This was still like a, a just below 500 team after the trade deadline. Mm. So, yeah. I think the Nets are good. I think they're kind of like a Kevin Durant-level player away from being a championship Stop. contender. Okay, I'm not, a, even, not even joking. They need like a, a star. You could say that about you know 20 teams. Yeah, you could. That's what they're missing. They're missing a star. That's why they're not contenders. A lot of them need a star, and they aren't. They don't have one. That's why I don't think they Yeah, I think the Nets are interesting. You know, Claxton, Kim Johnson. Cam Thomas is the one to keep your eye on this season, I think. I just don't think Cam Thomas like when he's out there when and he's running the second unit and he's playing with a bunch of bums like he's great, but it's like when he's playing like can he play with Bridges and all those guys and can play within the flow of an offense when the lights and still be effective when the lights are bright. Not even that like it's it's just like can he play alongside other talented dudes where he's not just isoing every single possession. Mm-hmm. I don't know, um, but Mikel Bridges is a legit like legit asset. So we'll see. Chills. I would rather. I don't want his, his contract status, but I will say, yo, would you rather have Mikel Bridges than Dame? Not well in, in terms of like age, everything factored in. You make that argument. I mean, it depends on what team you are. It depends what team. Um, Spurs up twenty. So I, this this if they didn't get Wemby, let's say they got Brandon Miller instead of Wemby, they'd be like twenty seven. They would be they would be in the bottom three, I think. Yeah. So that shows you how special this guy is. I think Webmanyama is the real deal. Have you seen the clip of the guy talking about like the biggest steal of the draft or the favorite pick is? And he goes, I like Webmanyama, but everyone knows he's the real deal. And he goes, but I can't lie, I like Dick. <laughs> I gotta find it. But that's, I, I like Webmanyama. I think, I think he's, he's going to be a real good player. Yeah, he's the real deal. I think he'll be like Star Wars fanatic Victor Wembanyama. Yeah, I think he'll be like one of, if not the best, defensive player in the like entire whole league, like first year. Have you seen his arms? They're huge. They're long. He's big. <laughs> I wonder, yeah, I think the five. defense is going to be great. Like he might be all all defensive first team next year. I just don't know about the uh, the offense right away. Like he still has some kinks to work out. But we see like the three point floaters and all the stuff like he's capable of. Three point floater. I don't know if he quite does that. That seems a little. Yes, it does. What? Right? The one-legged, like off the, the that's three, not a floater. not a floater, a runner, a oh, yeah. three-point yeah, yeah, run, no, runner off one leg, a floater from the three-point line, would be ridiculous. <laughs> I would draft that. I, I would like sell my soul to draft that player. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, the touch is great. Like, I could see him turning into a 40 percent three-point shooter on like four or five attempts a game at some point in his career, even more maybe. Um. And I could see him being like a dominant post guy. I don't know if you're from year one, like maybe he'll average like 19, 20 points a game just because he's going to get a million shots because there's no one, I mean, who else is, is going to get shots besides him and Keldon Johnson. But I um, I don't know if he's going to be like the most efficient offensively next year. Defensively, we both agree he's going to be great. And San, we, we mentioned earlier, Indiana was the worst defensive team in the league last year. San Antonio was by 
or Indiana was the second worst defensive team in the league last year. San Antonio was by far the worst. And part of that is that they were tanking very aggressively. And part of that is they're just not very good defensively. That being said, Sohan year two. Sohan year two. Devin Vassell year four? I don't know. I think. Um, yeah, I think year four. So I think that this has the makings of a good defensive team. And last thing on the Spurs, arguably the best deal of free agency. There were, there were a few other, like the Reeves. I don't know how, how no one paid Reeves more than four years, $52 million. There, there were a few like steals it felt like but trey jones two years 20 million i think is is a phenomenal playmaker maybe not quite as good as his brother but to get that dude for 10 million a year and to be the facilitator for your offense i i really like that move um, i think he's really good so like helm johnson a lot i don't know if i like him on a good team but i mean he was clearly their best player last year and he was he was did some impressive things going to basketball 19 hawks no notes. They literally they didn't really change their roster. John That's Collins gone. losing John Collins, and they were mid last year. Fortunately, I the only way is like if Jalen Johnson like just is like a freak this year. If he just goes off, if he goes, I don't think that's gonna happen. If he goes beast mode. If he goes beast mode, I don't think that's gonna happen. Trey's good. He's a good player. I don't know. If, you know, I think he's kind of plateauing a little bit. I don't think he's gonna. I don't see him elevating his game this season. And we'll see. And it seems like a very unhappy group. It just doesn't yeah, seem like a very, like, the chemistry is great. So, 19 for the Hawks. Uh, Magic at 18. I wanted them a little higher, but Gabe, Gabe, was, Gabe was more hesitant. I can't in good conscience put them higher until I see it on the on the. Floor. I agree. No, that's fair. That's fair. But we, we both love Paolo. We've discussed this. We love Paolo. Many people have said, I would take Scoot Henderson number one in any other draft besides this one. I, I would not. you got to go back to last year. If Scoot Henderson was in last year's draft... Gabe and I are like, no, we're taking Paolo for Scoot. The man is 6'10 and does everything well in the basketball He's floor. a menace. He's a menace. Patrick so we love Paolo. We love Wagner. Wagner with his um, just so smart, just so smooth, like so easy to play with just as a connecting passer and a wing that can shoot, he can drive. He, can, he just like, the way he runs the floor, it's so effortless. I and mean, he's, he's such a great passer. He does everything so well. Um, Suggs defensively is a guard off the bench. And Anthony Black and Jet Howard. You know, I think Jet Howard is a reach at 11. Personally, if I'm the Magic at 11, I would have taken Grady Dick. However, they still add some shooting with Jed Howard. Still, still a you know, good three-point shooter, and that's what they really need is, is some shooting. So Wendell Carter, who we, we looked at this up last night, only 24 years old. You feel like he's older, um, but he's only 24. So They, they got him for a guy who's worse, Nikola Vucevic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amongst other things. Um, and yeah, this is... Um, this is, a, this is a great young core. This maybe this in the Jazz, but the all I mean, even the Pistons, the Rockets, like these are all like good young cores. So it's a, it'll be interesting to see like who emerges out of these groups um, in the coming years. But Magic, we have eighteen. We really like them. Timberwolves at seventeen. This is about where they were last year. Like like probably the seventeenth best record in the league, I think. Yeah, and then they Ish. didn't do anything in the off season. Didn't do anything in the off season. They just extended Anthony Edwards today. Big extension, over fifty million a year, I believe. Yeah, I think um, two years, two sixty-two. Five years. Wait, who did they give two years, two sixty-two to? Anthony Edwards. No, they gave him five years, two hundred sixty. Okay, so that's so it's uh, don't tell me not. Oh, it's just fifty-two year. Yeah. I'm very good at this. Well, it's just two fifty, two fifty and five is fifty year, and then just add two. That's what I did. Okay. I'm much faster than you, though, so I don't know why you're hitting I was me. letting you do it. I had it in my dome. 
Yeah, because you knew because you already looked it up. You already pulled out your nifty your nifty calculator app while you're sitting on your on your couch. Go on. Don't say more. Mavericks fit. Or no, we skipped one. Pelican sixteen. Again, I also thought the Pelicans should be. Uh, but yeah, to me, no. this is the tier of teams that were not very good last year and then also didn't do anything the offseason to get better. I mean, like, uh, what are we doing here? These teams aren't doing anything. Zion's gonna play more. We is think. He? We think. Look, I man, think we have to make that assumption. He's been doing a lot of extra. No, we don't. Actually. He's been doing a lot of extra players this summer. I just don't see it. Like he hasn't ever really done that, and now he's going to. I say maybe. I say okay. You brought and, up a very good point. It's like okay, is McCollum like he's not a point? Also, guard. he's he, playing point guard for them. He's not a point guard, yeah, and he averages the he gets the assists, but the ratio is not good of assist to turnovers. And he's he gets the assist because he has the ball in his hands and he plays the point guard position in the NBA. If you play, if you're the starting point guard for an NBA team, you're getting assists. That's how it works. Doesn't mean you're a good passer or a good playmaker. Doesn't mean you make your teammates better. I don't think McCollum is a true point guard, which holds them back. I think this is fair. Just a smidge below average. I think it's fair. Thank you. Mavericks fifteen. Uh, yeah, I think we'll be pretty good. I mean, they just don't really have much outside of Luca, Kyrie, and Derek Lively. Um, <laughs> uh, I think Lively's a beast. I think it'll be really good for them defensively, but they just don't have enough around them to compete in a really good Western Conference. What do you think about um, Olivier Max Prosper? Never seen that man play in my life. Me either. But I mean, I draft to love them. Well, so we'll I mean, I, I can't I- ignore the irony in his name being like Max Prosper like he has to be like the best player in NBA history with a name like that um I just don't I don't I mean this team has to play in last year what's changed they had a lively unless the only way this team is like a top six seed in the west is you know Luka does his thing Kyrie doesn't get suspended he doesn't get in the way he accepts that he's the number two which he kind of did last year but he he you know he doesn't I don't like these teams that just have all these dudes, and it's like Luca and Kyrie are going to come dribble the ball up the floor, and they're going to take turns ISOing. I don't like that, which is why I don't really like the Suns as much as you do. Mm. I don't think that's good basketball. And what, who, what are the two? Are the two teams that we just saw in the finals? The Heat and the Nuggets. They don't do that. They play team basketball. So yeah, but that's lame. <laughs> it's the opposite play. It's so it's so much more entertaining. So I don't like that about the Mavericks. I think if Luca does his thing, Kyrie does his thing, and then Lively goes out and is averaging like 15 points a game, 11 plus rebounds a game, you know, two plus blocks a game, and he's just a monster. And that would be that'd be incredible. I think. Yeah. Then I think then then I could see them being like really good if he's just like if he just automatically year one is just killing it. I think that's a big ask for his rookie season. Not a very deep team. No. But they have a top five players in the league, so you got to give them their, their due. Uh, 14 Thunder. Yeah, I'm high on the Thunder. I'm high on the Thunder, too. Check coming back. I think they were really bad defense. Check coming back. Well, they weren't bad defense. So, yeah, they were, I mean, they were above is, average, but they're going to be a lot better. team that made the play in last year. Everyone's going to get better. Giddy's going to be better. Doris going to be better. Shea's going to be, be hopefully better. I mean, if Shea, if Shea can... If Shea's in the gym putting up shots every every day this summer, and he comes back with a thirty eight percent three point shot, and you add Kassan Wall, Kassan Wallace, Kassan or Kassan, I don't even know. I don't know. You add Wallace, and you add Chet Holmgren. They might be goaded. 
And they're the 10 seed last year that won a play-in game last year. Shea. Was he first in all NBA? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Who, yes. who was it? Was it Shea and, and Mitchell? Or Don, Don, Shea and Luca? I don't remember. I think it was Shane, Shane Luca, Don, Donovan Mitchell, the second team, which was atrocious. Is Del Luca perennial play playoff on. choker, Donovan Mitchell? Perennial? What are you talking about, perennial, bro? First round is against the Knicks. Second choked twice against the Clippers, back to back years. Uh, choked against the Nuggets, three one, um, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. The dude is like, he's like young. I don't know how. old. Just not yeah. like not even like in his prime yet. Well, Maybe in his prime. But no. he chokes in the playoffs and he plays poorly. Okay, but like when did LeBron win his first title? Like he's done it. Well, Donovan Mitchell, LeBron. I didn't say that, but it's like we 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 are so hard on these guys because they don't win, and it's like, but it's like yo, give them time. If he if, if he doesn't make the second round of the playoffs this year, I think it's a very bad sign. To be clear, unless they're just ready, riddled with injuries or something unforeseen happens. I, to be clear, this was bait. I can't believe I, I said he's a perennial choker, and I said 3-1 against the Nuggets. Like, he didn't average 37 points that whole series. That was not his fault. No, you have to realize, no, those series I, were his said, fault. His team did, was when bad. Did you say, I didn't hear you say Nuggets. I heard I you did. say Knicks and Clippers. I said Knicks, Clippers, and I said 3-1. I, I, was, I, I had already tuned you out. Okay, that's fair. That, um, was, that, that, was, that was a bait take, by the way. There's nothing serious. Okay, Thunder are going to be good. I agree. Knicks, 13. I don't think about it. This might be a little bit high for the Knicks. Yeah, I, I, I told you. I told you this is too high. I told you this is too high. I just don't think that Brunson's fucking fantastic. He's going to be an All Star this year. Julius Randle just got a new haircut. Yeah, so spending time with the with the kids. Exactly. It's good. It's good to see. Uh, um, I just it, don't. Or uh, Emmanuel quickly has the dog in him. Now I will agree with you that he has the dog in him, but I will counter by saying that he's not very good at basketball. Don't let Nick's Twitter see that, Jackson. Um, RJ Barrett. Bad. I defended for a long time. RJ Barrett not only is bad at basketball, he's also Canadian. I like Canadian people. Well. But he's bad. He's bad at basketball. I defended him for the first couple of years of his career. He's not good. I came to realize this year he's not very good. And it's a shame because Sneaky, we've never talked about him. As, as we talk about all these guys, we talk about Kelly Oubre, we talk about, we talk about all these guys. R.J. Barrett might be the most handsome player in the league, and no one no, talks about no, him. No, no, He's a very good-looking guy. Incorrect. He's very good-looking. Incorrect. I think Blasphemous. people sleep. I think people Wrong. are sleeping. Um, so it's a shame. It's a shame. They need uh, Knicks. Could do. Would you be interested in a, in a Knicks package for Dame? Which would include R.J. Barrett. Hmm. It would include Emmanuel Quickly and picks, potentially. It would include, perhaps, Obi Toppin. Uh, Obi Toppin's on the Pacers. Are you serious? He got traded. I did, how am I missing all? Oh, I know. I did see that. I did see that. I did see that. Which is a shame because his brother Jacob just signed a two-way with the team with the Knicks. I, I saw that. Um, who I actually like. I liked a Kentucky a little bit last year. I thought he was thought he was kind of good. But I was. But it, all these guys got drafted from Kentucky like they do every year. But Kentucky was ass this year. They were not good. Hmm. So interesting questions. Those. I was like. I wouldn't be interested in a Dame Knicks trade package if any of those young players were actually good, but they're not. Okay. So. Number 12, the Clippers. I'm thinking this might be a little bit high now that I'm thinking about it. For the Clippers? Really? Maybe a little bit. I don't know. Is Kawhi healthy? Is PG healthy? Are well, who are, who are these? Two? Okay, who's better than the Clippers? I, I, I was just thinking about I think the Mavericks might be better than the Clippers. Oh, stop it. Stop it. The Clippers are just never healthy. And Sneaky kind of love Norman Powell. Like, I think he's very good. Yeah, he's a good player. So, 
the problem is, is none of these guys are going to play. Kawhi's going to play, you know, 45 games. PG's going to play 60 games. And they're going to be, like, the five seed again. And then they'll lose in the second round. So it's like, what, what are we doing? Like, why? Well, I don't know why we do, we do the same thing every year, acting like it's going to be different. Yeah. Maybe it's the same thing as the Zion thing. Why are we expecting this year's going to be any different? Because well, why is this year different from all other years? <laughs> why is tonight different from all other nights? Why on this night do we, do we taste the... Uh, why on this season will Zion be healthy all why this Why on this night do we recline in our chairs? I recline like it's Passover. You don't understand. I hear, oh, the Pistons just signed, just, just traded a second rounder for Monte Morris. I recline in my chair. We're, we're in good shape. I recline. The Pistons have waved Killian Hayes. I recline. I recline. This is good. The Pistons have signed Monte Morris to the highest, uh, to the biggest deal any, any NBA coach has ever received. I recline. Tonight, why is tonight different than all the nights? Um, I don't know. I think they're just, they're, they have a they're more talented than any of the teams below them. It's true. And I thought, I, I think I'm a little bit, of, like, I don't see any, I'll be shocked if the Clippers make the finals this year, even the conference finals. Maybe not the conference finals, but I, I just I I just don't think they're that good. So I'm surprised that you're, but they, I mean, they're 12. I think it's it's, it's fair. Grizzlies 11. Mm. So Jaws out what the first 25 games? Yeah, they right. just have really bad vibes. I know they're honestly bad vibes. They're probably gonna be in the one seed by the time Jaw comes back. Let's well, um, Brooks go though. Yeah, but, exactly. It's it's the the Bill Simmons Ewing theory. The, yeah. the the Grizzlies play so much better without the best player. Without, uh, but Jaw. I don't know bad so, vibes. Um, what do you think about the date the Desmond Bain extension. I, I like Desmond Bain a lot. Maybe a little much. But it, it was I definitely a, much, but it's like... I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I don't some, have a problem with it. Yeah, it was, it, he was overpaid, but it's like at the same time, it's like... still. I think you still give him that because he's still... Yeah. Like, he's still still very good. And la, la, like he was, getting, he was getting better every year. Last year was still good, but kind of shaky. But that was... I think he was, he was dealing with different injuries all year. I'm going to throw that season out the window. This season, this this is a big season for him. So maybe maybe you shouldn't have given him the extension then. Maybe you should have waited another season because I feel like this is this is a very telling season for him. Um, with with Ja out, the first twenty five games, can he carry this team to being you know still one of the best five or six teams in the West before Ja gets back? So that that'll be interesting to see. Um, Ten Cavs added your favorite player's favorite player, Max Struess. That's right. Who will start a small forward? Rank rank these rank these players for the Cavs specifically. Max Strus, Karis LeVert, Imani Bates. Um, well, Imani Bates is last. Okay. Uh, and I'll go. Uh, mm, mm, I'll go Karis LeVert and Max Strus just because uh, Max Strus excuse me is better off the ball. Um, doesn't need the ball. He's You're right. To handle the ball so much. Um, but I don't know. They're pretty. I would agree with you. They were pretty good last year. They didn't change much. They didn't get better. So I don't really see them being that much better than they were last year. I disagree. I mean, well, you know, I mean, Mo- Mobley has a little bit of playoff experience now. I think that helped him. He was really bad in the playoffs, but I think that might be good for him to, to have gotten that experience. Um, I think he's going to eventually develop offensively. He's, he's one of the best defensive players in the league. And it's just another year with all these guys together. I think Garland's like, I think Garland's exceptional. I think there are very, there are very few players in the NBA right now that I would trade straight up for Darius Garland. I think he's I think he's exceptional given given the age and given the um, the way he all the different things he does and how well he can play within any offense. Um, very very a lot of Chris Paul vibes from Darius Garland for me. I I think he's really good. So you have the it's, I mean might be the best backcourt in the league. 
Like, I'm not, it's probably the Warriors. But is it the Warriors? It's probably the Warriors. It's, it's got to be the Warriors. But, like, I mean, who else? This is this is an exceptional backcourt. And, and it's not like they have the backcourt nothing else. They have Mobley and Allen. They're just really lacking with that small forward spot that and the, at the the wing depth. You know, that's that's what they're missing, like you said when we were talking about it yesterday. So, I think they're going to take a step forward. I'm, I I think they're going to be you know, things are going to be better than Philly, depending on what Philly gets back for Harden, and then maybe be be even top two potentially. We'll see. Yeah. Speaking oh, well. of Philly, number nine. Again, also bad. I vibes. think I I had Cavs over Philly. So so this is this is you. This yeah. is this is your uh, also bad vibes in Philly. Uh, they do have the reigning MVP, so I think he'll at least carry them to a top four or five seed in the East. Pretty confident. And but Embiid to, to, Embiid is a top. This is this is. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't want you. To if Joel Embiid and Tobias Crumble Cookie Harris, I think they'll be fine. This is a debate. Um, Tyrese. It's a debate from a debate from another day. Would you trade Tobias Harris for a crumble cookie? Um, given the contract implications of that, for like, are we are, now we're talking one crumble cookie? Or we're talking a pack of crumble cookies? I'd say one crumble cookie. All right, so let's hold on. Um, but you have to consider like the the marginal utility gained from not having. So crumble cookie costs. Tobias Harris's contract costs four twenty five for a regular crumble cookie. Four dollars twenty five cents. You have to factor in how yummy it is and how much the players would enjoy the cookie. Are you splitting it 15 ways? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's probably still like 300 calories in that one slice. So crumble cookie is $4.25. Tobias Harris has one year left on his deal, so is it expiring? He's going to make $39,270,150. So the, the Philly would, would cut... Would would open up thirty nine million two hundred seventy thousand one hundred forty five dollars and twenty five cents of cap space. It could be big with this move. <laughs> I would certainly consider it. I don't know. I don't know if Crumble Cookie has the ability to play off the ball like Tobias Harris, but certainly if you're only paying him a four twenty five salary for the whole year, I might certainly consider it. Um, but. I would, I would, I think. Also, the crumble cookie, it can play, it can play, but you can also enjoy it for a yummy snack. Um, no, if you eat it, then it can't, how's it going to play? Uh, it's true. So I, you could not eat it, but you can play it at, you know, starting probably at three. Why are they fucking around with the maxi stuff? Daryl, Daryl Morey. No, I think it's fine. Why? You could max, this is his guy. You could max him right now, pay him all his money, or you could wait. And if someone maxes him next year, cool, you can just match it, and no harm, no foul. Or you could overpay him right now. But you're not overpaying him right now, because he's a future star in this league. He's a future all-star, like, he's a phenomenal player, and you're, you know, you're building, or... They've said many times, Phillies for an... Daryl Morey has said, we view Tyrese as a star. It was a great job by, by Daryl Morey drafting him 20th overall. They drafted him 20th overall in the same draft in... What was it? Was this the 2020 draft? Or 2021? This is the, the, yeah, this was the COVID draft. They drafted B-Ball Paul 58th overall. Wow. So this is a great draft by Daryl Morey. That same offseason. I don't even know if he drafted them, to be honest. He did. Yes, he did. Was he the GM? He was. The, he was. Yeah, he was. Uh, he, was he was the GM of the Sixers. That same offseason traded Josh, Richard, Josh Richardson for Seth Curry. 
So great, you know, great first offseason. And since it's like, well, he's like, I mean, the, the Simmons trade for Harden, like, uh, you know, it's a wash. Uh, you know, it's whatever. And now it just feels like he's been making a lot of questionable moves lately. So um, I would say, what are you doing? I mean, this is your guy. This is a special guy, in my opinion. I don't know what you're he's what a, you're waiting He's for. a special little guy. He's a special little guy. Um, the little engine that cut Terry's uh, Maxi. So... That was a little bit of a bizarre move. Very little time because you don't you don't want to, you want to make him happy. You want you want to you want to you know keep him interested and keep him locked in. So I, I don't know if you know, um, maybe, but maybe he'll be motivated. Maybe he'll himself. enjoy the crumble cookie on te- uh, tra- that they traded Tobias Harris for. So, yeah. So I don't know. I just that was that was bizarre. I, I just don't you know this team's fine. This team yeah. has proven time and time again. Never made the conference finals. They they've proven again. It's the process that, all due respect, Mark Jackson. With all due respect, this team is soft. This team has created a culture with the process of when you want to sit, you can sit. We're going to lose all these games on purpose. We're going to tank every year, and now when it's actually time to win, that means means going to be thirty next season. Do you know that? Yeah, he's going to be thirty next year. I was I was surprised to hear this. Because um, he didn't play, he didn't play his first two years. This is going to be thirty. He hasn't won anything, and this this culture around this team is like they, they lose, lose, lose for so long. You can't just flip a switch and turn it on. With you know, at least in OKC, Sam Presti's done a phenomenal job of acquiring all these picks. And but it's not like you know we're not tanking when they when they traded for Chris Paul. They were the fifth seed in the West for that year. Like they're still they're still like competing at a very high level, and they're still trying to win games. And last year, you know, this a uh, 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 team that had one of the worst rosters in the NBA made it to the play-in and won a play-in game. And I, I, I think that Shea has that has that uh, that drive now that is necessary to compete in the NBA playoffs. I don't think Embiid has that, unfortunately. So you mentioned Embiid earlier. Okay, this is a guy that is going to be thirty now. He led the league in points per game last season. He was the MVP of the league last season. And he worked really hard to get that MVP, and he really cared a lot about it. And then the playoffs came, he stunk. So now he's getting all sorts of criticism. Is he going to take that criticism? And is he going to get in the lab with, with my boy Drew Hanlon? And is he going to grind this offseason? And is he going to cut the Chick-fil-A? And is he going to figure out his diet and take care of his body? Or is he going to be like, well, I won, the, I won the MVP last season. Screw all these people that are, and it, you know, that are criticizing me because the Philly media can be tough and is he going to crumble under that pressure? No pun intended with the crumble cookie. Um, I don't know. That remains to be seen. Um, so, yeah. Philly, not that high. Number eight, the Kings. Mind empty. I don't know. The Kings will probably be pretty good. Yeah, third seed in the West last year. I don't, I don't <laughs> see why they would be any worse. Um, Got off the Rashawn Holmes contract. They brought back Harrison Barnes. Which people you keep saying, oh, they got off the Rashawn Holmes contract. It's like, okay, he's only gonna make 10 million this year. Like, this is not like, you know, he's still he's still like you know Matthew Delvedell was on the on the Kings? I didn't know that. It's wild. Delhi. How old is bro? Let's be crazy. Bro needs a 401k. <laughs> um no, I think I'm you know, just Another another year for Fox to improve and continue to get better. I uh, we'll see. They 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 got the experience last year. A very valuable playoff experience against a dynasty. That was the Golden State Warriors. 
and they took them to seven games. That's a very valuable experience for this young group. I think it's going to make them better, sharper, and we all love Mike Brown. Sure. So there you go. I think Kings is more than fair spot. They might even be a tad too low, but this is this is more than reasonable. Number eight, number seven. The Golden State Warriors. I thought they should have been higher. I think this year. I thought they should have been a couple spots higher. I think this year number seven. I think so, this year so the Warriors. I think it's the Warriors' funeral this year. I think this is the requiem of the Warriors dynasty. I don't think Steph Curry necessarily slows down, but I think Clay Thompson will. Did you say requiem? Yeah. Is that a word? Isn't like, that's like a song that you play at funerals, or maybe before someone dies? I don't really remember. Is it requiem? It's Requiem. I promise you it is not whatever you just said. Requiem. Okay. I've seen that word like in text many times. I just have never heard it spoken out loud. Okay. Uh, I apologize. Um, but I think Clay Thompson will begin to wither away until his bones are a fine dust. I think Draymond uh, will become a podcaster within uh, two years and he'll be out of the league. He's already a podcaster. Yeah, I know, full time. Um, I think. Chris Paul will become a full-time dad, uh, stay at home pretty soon as well. And I think their young guys aren't what they thought they were. And I think there just isn't enough around Steph Curry at this juncture. They're not who we thought they were. They're, they're the opposite of, um, oh shoot, who's the Cardinals head coach? Do you know what I'm talking about, that clip? Uh, I, I, know you're, I know you're talking about. Um, I'm sorry, I forget. I, I'm like, I I know who you're talking about. But I'm thinking of the caffeine has kicked down too. Jim Mora. Um, you know, just, yeah, Jim Moore. Yeah, it wasn't him. That's no, no, no. Jim Moore was the playoffs. Yeah, yeah you're right. That's what I'm thinking of, but I know it's not him. Okay, so, I mean, okay, that's all fine. That's all fine and dandy. But they didn't lose anyone, and they added Chris Paul. Chris Paul, who's 38, but. Yeah, I, like, I, I still don't think Chris Paul is like a really effective NBA player. I don't think he's right going to be on the floor like I think you're more right. than like sixty percent of sixty percent of the season. I think you're. Is, I think you're right. But when he plays, like he's still very good. He's just the injury stuff and the the you know the rest. And he had sixty last year. They got rid of um, Jordan Poole, who is one of the best players, <laughs> one of the best players in the NBA. But like, I, th- I just think CP the impact that he has. We, I don't think we love Chris Paul like as as a just yeah, as I a don't. dude. But it's like I just like this is without a doubt people who like hate on Chris Paul no rings. Like he makes every team bad. Like he the fact that he went to the Thunder that year and they were they were the fifth seed in the West. I'm trying to remember. Did they win that playoff series against the Rockets? It went they, to, went seven. to seven. They, they lost, lost in seven. Yeah. The fact that that, like, and then he goes to the Suns and he makes them better. And he almost wins them a championship. And it's like, every, everywhere he's gone, the Rockets, the Clippers, like, every, and the Clippers got so much worse when he left. All these teams. And he makes them so much better. So it's been horrible luck for him. Like, he must admit, anyone who says he's not the third best point guard of all time is, is it's ridiculous, in my opinion. He is, he is one of the best point guards the sport has ever seen. Um... And you can say it's changed the game in many ways in terms of like the the move that so many guys do now with keeping keeping that like the guy on his hip and he plays such a slow paced game. He got uh, postured by Giannis in Game Six uh, or Game Five, rather than the way cool. the way you know the the ability to get to his spots in the mid range. Getting posted by Giannis, the, the playmaking. I just I think the world of Chris Paul. So we'll see. Game Seven, twenty twenty two. We'll see how he fits in with the Warriors. Cool. I feel like anyone can kind of fit in the, the second round. Not anyone. Cool. And they drafted Podzemski. Who was the nineteenth pick in the draft this year? WCC Player of the Year out of Santa Clara. It's be another white boy that people go crazy for. He's a white boy, six four, six five. What I what I loved about him last year is I believe he averaged eight point eight rebounds a game. It was something in that range. Eight point eight rebounds a game last year. 
as a shooting guard at 6'4", 6'5", which is awesome. Love that. And 19.9 points a game. So it's not like this is not like some so Sohan type of guy that's just like a hustle guy, plays defense and rebounds and does everything but score. No, he scored the basketball too. So I, I think he could be in the rotation as well. So um so we'll see. Um Jordan Poole stuff. I think they got better. I I, I think adding Chris Paul and this 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 guy, I think they'll be better. Especially like I th- you could tell like I think there there were like a few instances. One where that I remember very vividly where Jordan Poole did not like fist bump Draymond Green. He like ignored Draymond and Steph got really mad at him. Oh, I wonder why he would do that. It's not like Draymond knocked him out preseason. And then... That, oh, oh, Jordan Poole. We, we Jordan, Jordan, Poole Jordan Poole's not a team player. Draymond and knocked it's like, him out. I remember, what, what are like, we doing? Just the shot selection in the playoffs. And that's, you can say that. That's fine. Not him not fist bumping right. Draymond after Draymond... Be, be knocked him out. Like what? We don't what? know what Jordan Poole said. We don't oh, know. oh, he said he looks like a donkey from. He looks like donkey from Shrek. So I'm gonna knock him out. What? What? what like a Draymond Green? He's such like a, he's such an idiot. He's such a moron. I hate, he's such a smart player. This and that. No, he knocked out his teammate preseason. Got suspended for the first game because he knocked his teammate out. He gets a technical every other game. And you just you just need to not be a moron and yell at the refs and he does it every game it's ridiculous it kills your team you're handing the other team free points by getting all these technicals it's like every game of the playoff he just needs to not do that and he does it every game it's ridiculous you you lost your team in part the finals in 2016 because you couldn't keep your mouth shut and not get technical it's ridiculous he stopped on another man's chest well like that's ridiculous what are we doing number six the phoenix suns yeah they're okay number five the Miami. uh I had to put him this time. I can't. I can't ignore. Are we? Are we just gonna skip over the Suns? Like I'm, I'm fine with that. Honestly. Do we need to talk about KD? Like, come on. Two seconds on KD. I'm so. Right. I. I don't. I just don't. You. 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 This is your doing. I thought I had them like eight or nine. So you haven't. You. We put him six. So I mean, you know. I think you. You had him even higher than this. So. Did I? Yeah. No. You. You. I think you had them five. I think you had. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm looking. Yeah. You did. So yeah. It doesn't matter. Um. It's like, well, who's playing point guard for this team? I think Chris, yeah, losing Chris Paul it's is bad. It, it, it's it's like genuinely, I'm so serious. Like what I like, I think Booker's a good pass. I just don't think a KD, Booker's not going to run point for you. I just don't think a team with KD on it for a full season will be that bad. With all due respect. Okay, KD's how old? Thirty four, yeah, thirty three. That's also true. And he's had two horrific lower body injuries in the past three or four years. That's true. You 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 bring up really good points. So, and last last year he like turned his ankle in the layup line and was out for like a month. Yeah, I mean those are all good points. Um, so that could definitely be a, an issue. I look, you know me, I don't like the Suns. I truly hope they don't they don't do well, but they have a lot of good players. Eric Gordon was a good signing. Got a got a couple other guys on 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 good deals. They uh they made do with uh, with the. With the money that they had left over after trading for Bradley Beal, I, I just don't. I don't think this team is is going to be any better than they were last year. I don't. I don't see it. But that's fine. Shout out to Manish Beal, Michigan, Michigan legend, Michigan State legend. Number five, Miami Heat. Mm, you had them four. I begrudgingly had to put them aside. I can't ignore the fact that they. Somehow they they use dark black magic to get to the conference finals every year, and I have no doubt they will do it again this year. <laughs> do you think? Um, 
Is this under the assumption partially that Dame is going to be a member of the Miami Heat? A little bit. I think if he once it happens, though, I think it'll probably be higher. I mean, with all due respect, I I think I've always I've always thought this. I just don't know how. I don't I don't know if a Jimmy Butler led team can actually win a championship. They, with all due respect to them, they got to the finals this year. They weren't. It wasn't really a close final. Two finals. They got to and they got to another one. And with all due respect to Jimmy Butler, that finals wasn't really close either. I don't. There were two finals that weren't the closest. I think if you have Damian Lillard as and Jimmy Butler as you know, I'd say like tied for best player. I don't think one of them is necessarily better than the other. I think that for me changes my perception of them as a team. I might have to put them a little bit higher too. Could it be a breakout season for Adrees? And could that could that yeah, put I, them over the hump even if they don't get the aim? I could see that. I don't think so. What is he gonna do? Start doing tween as he splashes. I just don't see it. No. But um, even if they don't get Dame, so we, we now now you know you have something in Caleb Burton, and Hero didn't play it for all the, the whole playoffs, so you, you get Hero back, and just run it back. So, I think this the how mentally taxing that must have been every round to be such big underdogs and to have to fight every single game and the way that Jimmy played his behind off every single minute of every single game. It's like Rosilla did a great point of pointing this stuff out, and like in situations where he didn't need to, still cutting underneath the basket, and cutting off the ball when he was dead tired, and during a random possession in the second quarter, and just pushing himself every single possession. I think it might be hard mentally to like get up. Like I, I wonder, like for all these, I, I wonder this about the the Suns and Chris Paul after the twenty one finals. Like after, I mean, so such a devastating way to go out. After getting. Uh, to, be up two, to be up 2-0 in the finals. And then getting demolished by Giannis. Yeah, and then he said, he had the quote when he got to the finals, like, that I'm addicted to, like, being in the finals. Yeah, you better go to rehab. And it's, like, <laughs> and it's like, now you have to get up for 82 regular season games just for seeding, and then you have to win all these. But, like, it's just a lot. It's a big ask. So it's like, maybe, I don't know, are the Heat really going to have the mental energy get, to... Maybe don't get dunked on by Giannis um, in the finals. You're... you're your 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 hate has got to the point where it's ruining the podcast. Like it's okay. it's usually good content, but that the the, the number of times you've said that has been, <laughs> been that negative for the. Show. I want to make that very clear. I'm not joking. It's been like very bad. I'm not going to cut it because you know, but it's just very bad. Um, not bad. We'll see. The Celtics at number four. Some people will say the Celtics should be one or two. Some people will say the Celtics should be two. We all know who number one is. Celtics right. at number four. Lose Marcus Smart. Add Chris Dapper. Christoph Porzingis, yeah. who was really good last year. I think... Um, Definitely top 50, if not top like, 40, 35 player in the league last year. After, after I played with Christoph on 2K the other day, I think the Celtics might have to be a little bit higher than this. He, he was a monster. 2K21 on the Mavericks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, still, though, I mean, I think those skills translate in real life. <laughs> Being able to just run by a defender and dunk the ball <laughs> and getting a post-move takeover and auto-scoring every possession, I think. I think that's real life. Yeah, I mean, do we do we are we gonna see a level up from Tatum this year? Like, is is he gonna get even better? He's still young. He's still what twenty five. Better than first team All NBA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how much better can Tatum get? Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't, what's, has he reached his ceiling? In I, terms of I, I, I think he could put together an MVP type. Is he twenty five? Yeah, he just he turned twenty five in March. Wait, don't we have we have the same birthday actually? Shout March out my 3rd. birthday twin. Oh yeah, yeah. Tatum. Um, and your your and my real life twin. Your, your real life twin. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brown. We'll see. Uh, Brown. This uh, Brown. Interestingly enough, has not got a contract extension yet. Gabe. 
Mm. We are now, it is, as, as we're recording this, is 6.04 p.m., July 3rd, July 4th Eve. No contract, no contract extension announced, no updates from Woj. People are talking. What's going on? What's doing? I'll do windy, the wing, windy fingers. What's going on in Boston? You shall see. Very bad in the in the conference finals last year. Yeah, or this past year, like very bad. Perfect. Like like it's like people like people will talk about like oh, if you're the Lakers, you can't bring back D'Angelo Russell. Like you can't. He was so bad in the conference finals. It's like oh, it was pretty good in the first two rounds of the playoffs, and he completely turned their season around once you replaced him with Westbrook in the regular season. They won over two thirds of their games once, you know, with Russell in the lineup. So you so you can say, oh, we shouldn't bring Russell back. Who's playing point guard for you then? Yeah. So that was that was very stupid by NBA fans. I, I think Russell's a very good player. Jalen Brown, on the other hand, oh, we forgive. He, he was horrible in the conference finals, but no, he's still an All Star. He's still a top top twenty player in the league. He's he's great. I, I didn't understand. It. I I just don't I don't see it with Jalen Brown the way other people do. I digress. Celtics four number three the Lakers big time off season yeah for the Lakers and uh, people have with all due respect been shitting a little bit on Rappelink the past couple of years Michigan man Rappelink Michigan legend but uh, great off season for yeah. Plinka. I mean really really the way he um, what, what what I like to to think. To, get the, to get Reeves on the deal he did. Four years, fifty-two million. I'm sure LeBron had had a role in that and bring in talking. I'm serious in terms of like you know, you know, because I feel someone had to offer. I cannot, I cannot imagine that Reeves did not get offered more more yeah. than than ten and a half million dollars a year. Le GM and uh, Clutch CEO Rich Paul offered him under the table. Oh, wait, money. no, I'm sorry, no, I, I screwed that up. Not ten and a half. What? Go ahead. Le GM and uh, Rich Paul offered him money under the table to save LeBron's legacy. <laughs> Thirteen million a year. Yeah, in all seriousness, though, why would I don't under like why would the Pistons not pay him like you know four years hundred million or four years ninety million? Why would they not do that? I don't know. What I, what I like to think about the Lakers they didn't have the cap space because they made the dumb Joe Harris trade. That's why. What, what I like to say about the Lakers offseason is I don't know if they made the right move, but they, I certainly don't think they made the wrong move. They could have tried to leverage these pieces for a star, but they didn't. So at the very least, the running back conference finals team. They run back conference finals team. They draft Jalen Hudjafino. Who I feel like is like kind of a guy that's good passer, isn't gonna he's a guy that you can play him off the bench and he's not gonna get in the way. Like he can score, he can do a lot of things. He's not there's a reason he didn't go in the lottery, but 17th, like really good value at 17, I think. I think he's he's a good complimentary piece to LeBron. And then you had Gabe Vincent, who was incredible in the finals last year. He was definitely I mean he was he was definitely at least the Heat's third best player in the finals. Um, he was better than Caleb Martin in that particular series, and he had a couple of really big games. And so he showed you his scoring ability. He, you know, Lakers get him for eleven million dollars a year. So those those are the two big ones. They they got you know Cam Reddish and uh, Jackson Hayes and Torian Prince. You know, who cares really? But yeah. like and this, you know, when you look at the, this team, still got Vanderbilt coming off the bench, who was not good in the playoffs, but I still think is one of the best. Point of attack defenders in the league. Like this is a good team. This is, I think, uh, some people are sleeping on the Lakers a little bit. I think this is going to be a good team. This could be LeBron's last dance. Let's see. A, Le- a LeBron title in his last season would go so hard. I think that I think that certifies him as go with all due respect. Because it's like, and people are saying like, oh no, he's going to stay and play with Bronny. And I'm like, oh, but I don't want to do that. But I, I was, I know everyone's just, just been saying like, oh, he's going to play with Bronny. He's going to play with Bronny. And I, you know, I keep, everyone keeps saying this. But then, you know, Bill Simmons said the other day, it's like. 
like why why is everyone assuming Bronny's gonna be one and done? Like Bronny's like it feels like Bronny's gonna have to stay a couple years at USC. It's like is Bronny gonna leave and then get drafted in the second round or like sign a two way with the Lakers when he's not ready? Like that's just not a smart career move. It doesn't feel like so. It's like and is is LeBron like I. Is it at that point, like two more se- in two seasons on the line, is he still? I think be I think LeBron would producing. retire this year. He would have legit retired, and that that would have been one, I think one of the most baller moments in NBA history, just retiring uh, out of the blue. Because when you look at it, it's like all these guys, like Jordan, Kobe, as much as we love Kobe, like all these guys, they they hang on too long. Shaq, yeah, and it's like the only guy really when you look through history that went out on top is Bill Russell. Yes. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. You know. So it's like all these guys kind of hang around a little too long. Yeah. Going so, going out on top would be great for LeBron. I feel like that would be cool. I feel like that would be a good thing. Uh, let's see. Um, number two, the Bucks. Running, running back. Running back. Team. Bring back Lopez and Middleton. Middleton didn't miss a lot of time last season. Middleton's clearly the X factor for this team. If if they, if we see prime Middleton this year, then then they're very much worthy of the spot. And number two, probably going to win the East because we know good Giannis is. Giannis is going to be motivated as hell after the way things ended last season. I think that uh, I just think we're you know, a lot of people have the Celtics in the box. I just think we we think the world of Giannis. Yeah, you know, so. I, I love my big Greek boy. Number one, the rating defend undisputed national basketball champions. Of the world. National Basketball Champions. Nas- National Basketball Association Champions of the World. Fighting out of the blue corner. Won't do the whole. Denver, Colorado. It's time! So never mind. Jokic will come back from racing his horses. He will dominate the league. And now this will be good. I don't know how good, but they'll be good. They're pretty good. Losing Bruce Brown. Yeah, I was going to say, how concerning is that? I was, I was, not you remember. I'm not, not a little bit. I think they're going to be fine. Uh, I think they'll be more than fine. Yeah. Still got KCP. In terms of the world, like it's, it's still a pretty deep team. Like it's, you know, it's not, you're not, you're not lacking depth now because Bruce Brown's gone. Like Chris, Christian Brown, hopefully, will be better. He'll be a more integral part of the rotation now that Bruce Bruce is gone. Um, and we'll see. We'll see. But. Um, those are our power rankings. Bless up. It's a good potty game there for us. It's a good potty. Thank you, brother. Um, any final words for the people? No. It's not good podcasting etiquette. You say, I, I ask you this every time. You always say no. And I, for some reason, I always think you're going <laughs> to... Whoa! <laughs> chill! Hunty, chill! Fuckers. Okay, we got to wrap this up. we got to wrap this up, yeah, bro. Okay. All right. Anyway, peace, Gabriel. We'll see you guys next week. Enjoyed. Follow us on Instagram at Urban Breakdown Pod. Follow us on TikTok at Urban Breakdown. I love guests. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much. Peace. 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 Uh, say hi, I want fame so bad. It's all I can think about. Yeah. That I'm on a billboard and I'm making my mama proud. Yeah. Hosting a meet and greet and I'm signing my signature. Yeah. Random people, they stopping me. Can I get in a picture? Oh, I look in the crowd, yeah. Hey, now I got fans now. God damn, I got fans now. Oh, hey, oh. They singing out loud now.
They singing my words out, they singing my words Say I just want the fame, yeah, so bad Thinking about the things that I never had Yeah, say I know that my star can shine so bright Feel like I was destined just to live this life Yeah, say I just want the fame, yeah, so bad Thinking about the things that I never had And I know that my star can shine so bright These type of things don't happen overnight the clocks against me, my time is running out F-A-M-E, it's been inside me, it's time to let it out F-A-M-E, the clocks against me, my time is running out F-A-M-E, it's been inside me, it's time to let it out Say I want fame so bad, it's all I can think about yeah. Late night with Jimmy Fallon, someone pinch me, I'm dreaming out Oh, but not too hard, don't care for shiny cars Wrist small for Audemars, I just want the applause Oh, hey, oh, I figured it out I figured it out now, I figured my life out Oh, hey, oh, I'm seeing the light now I'm seeing the light now, and it's shining so bright yeah, light is shining so bright on me Not the weekend, but it's blinding me As long as I got God beside of me, I'm good But on the other hand, demons in my head, they fighting me Telling me drugs is right for me Saying I can take my life with these, I'm screwed And it's like, this fame, man This life is all I ever wanted in life And I will never, ever give up Until I get it F-A-M-E, the clock's against me, my time is running out F-A-M-E, it's been inside me, it's time to let it out F-A-M-E, the clock's against me, my time is running out F-A-M-E, it's been inside me, it's time to let it out